whenever you're ready. Well, thank you very much. So, uh, as you know, uh, the First Lady's mother passed away. The funeral is tomorrow, and we would have assumed that for a trial like this, it's not an emergency in terms of timing. Uh, the judge would have been very nice and would have let me go, because I want to be at every trial day, uh, because I saw what happened in the first one, where I was asked not to go by the lawyers very much. They said, it, it's demeaning. There was no evidence. There was no anything. And so I didn't go. And I understood exactly what he meant when he said it was demeaning. There was no reason to go, and you shouldn't go. And I decided on this one, same judge, same judge. He's a radical Trump hater. And uh, I said, uh, I will go to all days. So what happened very terribly is we asked to just delay the trial for one day so I could go to the funeral tomorrow, and then we could start Friday or Monday or any time they want. And he said, absolutely not. The trial will go on just as it is. You can go to the funeral or you can go to the trial, but you can't do both. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. So he would rather have me miss the funeral or go to the funeral, miss the trial. And that's a nasty man. He's a nasty judge. He's a Trump-hating guy. And uh, it's obvious to everybody in the court. It's a disgrace, frankly, what's happening. It's a disgrace. Happens to be a Clinton appointment, but I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. So that's as to that. Uh, second order of business, I'm leaving right now for New Hampshire. We're making a big speech up in New Hampshire. We just got a poll in that uh, shows me leading by a lot. And I think we'll do there, maybe similar to what we did in Iowa. Uh, the difference is that in New Hampshire, they allow Democrats to vote for whatever reason in the Republican primary. And they also let uh, independents vote in the Republican primary. So that is a big difference. But we have uh, a nice journey. It's going to take place in about five minutes when I'm finished with you people. I'll be leaving for New Hampshire, in other words, right after this. And then as to the trial today, it was a very interesting day. Uh, as you probably noticed, it's a big story that the uh, witness today, the a person I never knew, I never had anything to do with, it's a totally rigged deal. This whole thing is rigged, election interference. But this is a person I have no idea, until this happened, obviously, I have no idea who she was, and nor could I care less. It's a rigged deal. It's a made-up, fabricated story. Well, they found out today that she got rid of a lot of evidence, as you probably noticed. She got rid of massive amounts of evidence. And in addition to that, she had a rifle or a gun, uh, because she said she bought gun bullets or rifle bullets. And it was the opposite, I guess, of her gun. And uh, was it licensed? No, it wasn't licensed. So I guess she's got a difficult problem. That's going to be her problem. But she has a gun or a, or a rifle. She didn't really explain which. She might have both, because she said she bought rifle bullets. So uh, And it's totally unlicensed. So I assume that's a problem. But the judge was protecting her. He didn't want to go there. We don't want to go there. We don't want to. If that were me, it would be a different story. But with her, uh, the judge is totally protective of them. And frankly, anybody in that court would see it. It's Frankly, it's a disgrace. That's probably one of the reasons our country is going to hell. So the big take today was that she deleted and destroyed massive amounts of evidence. And we think that the both trials should be thrown out, because it's ridiculous. They should be thrown out. And I, frankly, am the one that suffered damages. I should be given money, given damages. And that's where that is. 
And with that being said, I'm heading out to New Hampshire. Thank you very much for being back here. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Nice to see you, Paul. All right, you've been listening to former President Donald Trump speaking in New York after testimony wrapped for the day in the defamation case against him, which we covered earlier in the show. Trump continued his attacks against the judge, uh, whom he and his lawyer both sparred with in court today. He attacked or tried to attack the credibility of E. Jean Carroll. Uh, Carroll is asking for more than $10 million after a jury already found Trump liable for sexually abusing and defaming her and awarding her $5 million. Uh, let's bring in CNN legal analyst uh, Ellie Honig. Uh, Ellie, uh, your reaction? Did you hear him say anything that could be used against Trump? I have to say, I am not an experienced lawyer. I'm not a lawyer of any sort. Um, but I've never heard anyone uh, rail against judges case after case after case after case like, uh, like former President Trump. So, Jake, to your first question, could any of that be used against Trump? Of course, he continues to attack, defame E. Jean Carroll. Everything he just said, that could be played in court tomorrow if the plaintiffs want to do it. I do want to correct two things that Donald Trump said here. First of all, he called Judge Kaplan, quote, a radical Trump hater. I appeared in front of Judge Kaplan dozens of times, probably hundreds of times if you add it all up. The man is apolitical. I had no idea until Donald Trump said it just now. I didn't even know what president appointed Lewis Kaplan to the bench. He shows no political bent either way. He is a professional. And by the way, worth noting, all federal judges from the Supreme Court on down to the district court, they all have life tenure. They don't need to please anyone or play any politics. That is just a completely unfounded attack on Judge Kaplan. The other thing that Trump did was he basically said, again, I never had anything to do with E. Jean Carroll. He can continue to deny that if he wants, but legally, the posture we're in is that the first jury resulted in a verdict against Donald Trump and a $5 million finding. And in this case, it's already been established legally that Donald Trump did do what Eugene Carroll accused him of. He did defame her. There was a sexual assault. So really, the only question here is damages. So his comments about Eugene Carroll are contrary to what juries have already found and what the law would say. All right, Ellie, thanks so much. Let's bring in CNN Chief Legal Affairs Correspondent Paula Reed, who was at Trump's news conference just now. Paula, uh, your takeaway from what you just heard, it had been billed as a press conference that we were gonna, he was going to take questions, but he, he didn't take any questions. Yeah, Jake, I was going to take issue with the description uh, of this as a press conference. It said this was a statement uh, to cameras, a, a bit of a mini monologue before he heads, ha heads up to New Hampshire, look, I mean, the return on investment for him for showing up here in New York as he goes into court, he and his lawyers sort of refuse to abide by the rules that apply to everyone else, either the legal rules of evidence or just the rules of decorum, not being disruptive when there is a witness on the stand. And then he comes before the cameras and argues that the system is unfair, that this judge is, quote, deranged. So this is the political message that he wants to send. And this is how he is using his time. He could be in New Hampshire. He could be on the campaign trail. But instead, coming to New York to really try to amplify this argument that he's somehow the victim of an unfair judicial system when what we saw today is just he and his lawyers refused to follow the, the rules that anyone else would be asked to abide by, especially in a federal courtroom. And Paula, I'm, I'm wondering if he said anything else that is worth uh, fact-checking, Ellie bringing up the idea that the Judge Kaplan, in, in Ellie's experience, is actually apolitical. Uh, Mr. Trump said uh, something about E. Jean Carroll destroying evidence. Um, is that true? Is there anything yeah. else that we need to correct uh, as is uh, Mr. Trump's want? 
Yeah, I believe what he was referring to there was uh, under cross-examination, E. Jean Carroll was asked about some of the messages, some of the threats that she received in the wake of Trump's denials about her allegations, and she did not keep all of them. She deleted some of them. So I believe that is what he is referring to. Now, when it comes to evidence, well, this is all about damages, right? The trial was back in the spring, and during that trial, the jury found that he sexually abused E. Jean Carroll and defamed her and awarded her $5 million. Right now, we are just talking about damages related to a 2019 statement. So in terms of the evidence being presented, everything speaks to the harm to her reputation, uh, the fear that she felt. So I guess this is evidence of damages, but it's not like she was out destroying evidence. She just didn't keep some of the many, many threats that she received on social media.